0: Of Block Talk. I'm your host, as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe or be able to listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode and leave a five star review while you're there. And as always, follow me on Instagram, Threads, and TikTok at Michael Block Talk, on Twitter slash X at Block Talk NYC, and visit theatrical.com for its news, reviews, and interviews. we ever seen a more promising contestant flop so hard? It was an episode of Heartbreak as the girls raised their heartbeat in a brand new girl group challenge. So, who bopped to the top? It's time to talk all things Candace Drag Race 4. And here with me is a girly who wears sunglasses morning, noon, and night to cover up a constant hangover. It's Jessica Rose. <laughs> I don't even
1: drink like that, Michael. I never have ever had a hangover.
0: Rue, never. Bullshit. Not at once in bullshit. my life. Never? It's,
1: I swear to God, never.
0: Okay, interesting. All right. Well, <laughs> um, good for you. I'm proud of you that you don't have to deal like everybody else, but okay. Right. All right, friends, as always, I must leave a disclaimer. This is an entertainment podcast. We're discussing reality characters as presented to us, a reality production. We're in the editing of the television show wants it to see. We react to what is presented. Yes, these are real people an opportunity to go and tell them to share their crafts, but they've also been them to discuss what's said in the podcast from the entertainment, discuss reality of the show. Okay, now you, Miss Jessica Rose, joined me for the preview podcast, and you had some very, very strong opinions about certain queens, and you were all in on a certain experience.
1: I know. Don't remind me.
0: We're going to talk about her a lot, and I just want to preface this in case she's listening, friends of hers are listening, fans of hers are listening. I think The Girlfriend Experience is a really amazing human. We have seen amazing drag artists come on Drag Race and suck at the game of Drag Race. Mm -hmm. And that's what we are here to figure out. Why someone like The Girlfriend Experience, with the connection she's had, with the experience she's had, was unable to succeed at the game of Drag Race. And for me, this is my moment to continue telling you listeners, especially the (laughs) ones who want to go on Drag Race, She is your guinea pig to realize you have to prepare for the show. You can't just say you're the shit and walk on there and think you're going to succeed. It's not going to happen. Very true. It's like survivor. You don't go on survivor. If you don't know how to make fire, you don't go on drag race. If you don't know how to write a lyric, you don't go on drag race. If you don't know how to walk, you don't go on drag race. If you can't sew an outfit, there are things at this point in time. It's not a secret. It's a formula. We got to get to the point where we don't see these amazing humans get on the show, flop so hard, and then have an experience outside of the game that that hurts their career. And I that's mm-hmm. what I'm fearful here, because that would have been hard for me to watch this episode. Yeah, very much so. All right. Well, we got a lot to talk about. Let's get through it. Are you ready? I'm ready. Oh, shit. Things got real. But what's for certain? that don't. CC out. Uh, Luna says that she has clocked the fuck in and has woken up. Now, in CeCe's message, she tells Denim to bring the crown home. She's cheering for her Montreal sissy. Denim is sad to see her go so early in the competition, and she will try to get that crown for her. Let's talk about CeCe Superstar. I
1: mean, what is there really to say? There wasn't, much to, C- there wasn't much to CC Superstar, okay? <laughs>
0: but here's the thing. When you make a mark like that'll do, as annoying as stupid as it is, we're gonna be saying it. So she kind of wins in that respect.
1: I mean, I forgot all about it until you said it just now. So I okay. won't be, but maybe okay. other people will
0: be. Listen, listen, I'm gonna say that'll do because it's so <laughs> dumb. do. The queens take a seat to decompress. Aurora is glad to see her Toronto sister still there. They started drag at the same time, and Aurora, who really is showing us how to bad her face didn't match how bad her look was well she says luna it killed her seeing her up there amy says that cc surprised her as she wasn't expecting that energy but like it's a ballad from avril levine so what energy are you speaking of
1: yeah it was a very weird song for them to lip sync to
0: yeah are you an avril fan?
1: I mean, I am, but that's why I was like, out of all the Avril Lavigne songs, like probably the cheapest for the licensing. (laughs) Amy, Amy.
0: Amy says to us that while she likes Luna, she didn't feel connected to the lip sync, saying she was in the same spot the whole time and went back and forth and back and forth. She says, if you want to save your life, you have to work for it. Perhaps we have a rivalry brewing. But I want to just point something out. There is something called the park and bark. And if you're good at drag, you can do a park and bark. Do you think Amy is just someone who doesn't respect the park and bark or is Luna just not good at the park and bark?
1: I mean, I feel like it was like, I think that's just one of those lip sync songs that it's nearly impossible to give an interesting show to, because it was just so flat and so like nothing. It really doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't have any high. It doesn't have like high highs or low lows. It's just like one note the whole way through. So like, I don't really know what any, it like, what they, if you were dancing crazy to that song, like she kind of was, like, like spastically moving around, but like it didn't. I'm like, that doesn't match the tone of the song. It's like, a song you listening to. Of the song CC right, did right, a right. better job of matching the song, but like CC still didn't perform well. Right. But like right. again, I think it's a song choice, not them. I don't think there's anything anyone really could do to make that entertaining.
0: Now to no. the twist, Kitten says that it's exciting that they have this little twist, but senses that they may be focusing on alliances. She says it takes the onus off the judges and throws it onto the peers because the judges are what? Not taking the blame for me anymore. Ours. <laughs> yeah, they don't want me to bitch about it. <laughs> she will say that making a decision was very difficult. Luna will be like, why didn't you pick me? As she laughs. But on the inside, she was like, I'm going to claw your kitten face off. Mm-hmm. Kitten will tell her that they haven't connected much yet and says with girlfriend, she felt in the moment she needed some grace. Yeah, I think this was the moment she needed the grace, but shh. Girlfriend ah. doesn't know how she can thank her and is blessed to be there. Kitten will laugh as she says, Well, save me next time. And yeah, that, that's the tea. That's that that is how you can thank her. Well, if you last, which you won't, but we'll get to it. <laughs> Girlfriend says she's got another chance and she's not gonna fuck it up. She's praying that this beaver is not gonna see the golden beaver ever again. And welcome to one of our kiss of death lines. I know. Uh, Now Amy is so fucking happy to be safe again. Aurora is going to keep fighting and pushing and hoping and she'll get that win and get that golden beaver. But Amy says it's hers but only one of them will actually be correct. (laughs) Luna is not pressed about Kitten's decision to save Girlfriend as she says when she gets that power she will use it to save herself, 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 herself. Will she play fair? Who knows? Will she get the strongest bitch out? Who knows? But she is there for a check and a crown. Now, we'll talk about strategy a little bit later on, but I want to know how you would use the Golden Beaver should you have been in the possession of it. For the first episode? Just in general.
1: I, it's, I mean, it's hard. I think, like, you do want to be strategic more than anything, but, like, Obviously, at the end of the day, like you're gonna, they have some idea, especially based on like how ca- how the producers are acting behind the scenes of who is gonna get a good storyline. Like I feel like it's especially heinous now. Um, from every Drag Race girl I've ever talked to, and I do think that it's like if they, it's almost like if you want a career, you kind of have to not be strategic anymore, and you have to save who you can kind of predict is the fan favorite slash like who the producers like. So, like, mm-hmm. it's, like, you can't even really, you can't do the stunts anymore, because I feel like Dela was a true stunt, and they didn't really have any control over that, and they didn't see that coming, and I feel like ever since that point, they were, like, we don't like this, we're not letting that happen anymore, like, and, like, you know, people saw how much hate that, like, Naomi got for an eliminating Manila, which, like, that was a smart move. Like, if I was in Naomi's position, I probably would have done the same thing. And also, I think Monet did the same thing as well. So, like, you know, it's it's it like people were trying to be smart, but I feel like everyone saw how much backlash they got for it. So now it's like everybody is like so timid and like, oh no, like like I'm just gonna save the smart, easy choice. Like no, I would be. Sm- I feel like I would like subvert it.
0: Okay, let's or see save myself, quite
1: honestly.
0: Let's let's see. You win the Golden Beaver. Who are you saving? Coma, Frida, Zaria.
1: Um, Coma. Because she can't (laughs) lip sync against either of the two of
0: those people. All right. All right. (laughs) I think Zarya might kill you, but all right. That's your decision. But that
1: to me, like, that's a, that is more of a fair battle to me. Zarya versus Frida. That's fair. Like, you know what I mean? Like that. And also, that's a battle I want to see. So,
0: (laughs) that's fair. Do you want to see them doing Avril Lavigne? I'm with you, though.
1: God, no. I want to see, I don't even know. Like, I want to, honestly, like, Zarya can do anything. So, and like Frida is good at like almost every kind of lip sync so like yeah either or I think both of them would slay any song really honestly
0: right mom and dad are home and mom and dad are allegedly near and girlfriend. sure let's go with that (laughs) okay it's new day in the workroom when who gets that kiss of death line oh yeah it's girlfriend what a rough one for her to watch back ain't it
1: I, like uh, we're talking about it but i don't want to
0: talk about she it. is feeling so good that she is not part of the pork chop club she is not canadian bacon week two is over and kitten the fierce flatware has the taste of a golden beaver and now she wants a whole colony of golden beavers is that what a group of beavers is called you're a zoolo- zoologist you know
1: i mean she can have my beaver if she wants it but...
0: oh <laughs> did you see kitten's um I thirst certainly captain? sure did I that short is 50.
1: And that'll do. That's
0: dad'll that do. Shit. Literally, dad <laughs> will do. All mm-hmm. right. Denim wants to know how <laughs> everyone is planning on using the twist, and Kiki will say that she would put herself in the point of view of the judges. She wants to win the competition because she deserves it and not because she did something really shady. Me thinks someone will do something really shady to her later on. <laughs> Probably. Melinda will ask, what if at some point there is a bitch that is stressing you out and you just want to see them trip and Kiki and them are like that could come back and bite you? And yes, and that is reality TV show for you. But let's be real. I think Melinda would be that person who is going to be annoying. Yeah. When I get to that age, can you make sure I'm not like that? It's so I mean I'll actually just-
1: prevent you from doing drag like her.
0: Okay, thank you. <laughs> hey, technically, if I'm going to be like Melinda Verga, I have to start like next year, which don't want to do that. So we're not- <laughs> Listen to the past two days, I've been walking up the stairs and I can hear the crack in my knee. Oh, I don't God. think we're doing drag anytime soon. No, no, no. <laughs> Nira says that competition is really high. It says, fuck fairness. If you think a girl can't lip sync, don't save her, make her lip sync. Let's unpack that. Now, why would you want to make the girl who can't lip-sync lip-sync if you can keep saving her until you have to lip-sync against her?
1: That's true. I mean, I think, like, again, it's all strategic. Like, they're trying to be strategic, and I think that they're trying to say, like, oh, this whole mentality of, like, I want to beat the best, my love, if you... Like put them in the bottom and they go home, you did beat the best.
0: That's like, fair. That is fair.
1: It's it's such a not it's like a non-logical thing to me to be like, oh, I want to be at the top and beat the best. And da, da, da. I'm like, you're shooting yourself in the foot. Like, if you have a chance to get rid of someone that's strong, get them out. But like
0: I mean, honestly, I would probably, and this is probably dirty of me, I would save the worst. Like I would save someone like Melinda as frequently as possible because her runways are gonna drop her to the bottom every fucking time. Yeah, 100 percent Girlfriend experience says the beaver is a wake up call for them. Can't wait to see how that turns out for her. The alarm sounds, and mother is giving us all the hints to girl group challenge as she drops the pussycat dolls, all saints, seduction, and vogue and spice girls. Now, I'm not trying to insult anybody here, but I have a serious question. This got me questioning are there any famous girl groups from canada should that be my new mission in life to create the first great canadian girl group i'm not talking the and sarah they're a duo i want a group
1: now i'm thinking i'm like i, I there really isn't any i guess mm-hmm. not that i can think of off the top of my head i'm sure there's been like te- like group members from canada originally yeah. but like not a whole group from canada no
0: no so we got to make this happen i don't know what they're going to be called well, yep, yeah, but girls, I am finding you. We are going to make it happen. Brat Pack, don't at me. I am not. I am. I am not talking about a drag group. You're already famous enough. Oh my god, is the Brat <laughs> Pack the most famous girl group in Canada?
1: I mean, fame is yeah. such a subjective term, isn't <gasps> it?
0: <laughs> no, Roo, how terrible. Okay. All right, this week we have Tracy arriving to say bonjour, baddies. I would wear her look. I think. I. I, I don't. I don't know. I, I was uh, wavering whether I liked her look or not. She tells them that if they want to be Canada's next drag superstar, they have to get used to the spotlight. For this week's mini challenge, they just starred in their first feature film and it's time to promote it. They will have 20 minutes to get into press junk and quick drag, and then they will cozy up for an exclusive one-on-one interview. And they will only find out the title of their frockbuster buster when they arrive as Mama, this is an improv challenge. Roll with the punches and yes and for the gods. And some of these bitches let that go in one ear and out the other. Yeah, Jessica, how are you with improv?
1: I mean, I think I'm pretty fast and funny, so like, I think this is the kind of thing that I could very easily do. I think a lot of them were like, improv. I have to be as insane as impossible, and it really like isn't about that. It's about like Same creating words. a character and maintaining that character, and like just like like exactly what you said, like rolling with the punches and making it making it funny and making it make sense because a lot of them didn't make sense
0: (laughs) the time has come to get into quick drag for your life and they are rolling out their carts i really don't like these carts they look so cheapy janky (laughs) as we watch the girls get into face nira says she is going for a nice thick chunky brow today and to which aurora is like isn't that what you always give girl that is shade but it's not wrong We reach the press junket for She Talk, where Tracy will talk to the stars of the new film, The Godmother 3. Now, we will watch this in montage form, where we will see the good, the bad, and the very, very, very ugly. So, let's discuss. Melinda arrives first, where she will call Tracy Brandy, and then she's corrected, and then she calls her Stacy. Um, That's usually signs for your fired. get out of here
1: also like a little bit racist like I wouldn't do it if it was Tracy in the seat to be perfectly honest like
0: what makes the godmother 3 better than the first two well Melinda says because she's in it okay acceptable answer I'm here for it that worked we don't know what the first two were Venus is going to take on another odd accent I don't know what location she is from
1: yeah it was very bizarre Amy
0: poor Amy I guess reading is fundamental and near impossible, as she will look at the poster and call it Mother of God 3. Yeah, no blinks at all. She really, really went for that, and I would have lost it if I were Tracy. (laughs) Mother of God 3. Is she dyslexic, baby?
1: I mean, I'm sure she like, that's just the first thing that popped into her mind
0: nira has decided to come in a tracksuit and a mullet wig and a new nose not sure what press junk she's been watching but that was a choice and very wrong i yeah
1: all to be honest they should have cut this the whole thing out of the episode because yeah, it was okay. all bad across the board like
0: denim poor denim tracy will give her a layup and ask her what her first impressions are seeing the poster and we literally get crickets she's so shocked Kitten is going to give us Liza with a streak. I don't know what that hair was, but I think she should burn it.
1: I don't know what was happening with her either.
0: (laughs) So how will the girls describe The Godmother 3 in a sentence? Epic. It's a very scary film. It's about the Black experience, about the Black mother. It starts off almost like a romance, and then we got some violence and some action. There's only one thing that's going to come out of this. Drama. Okay. Are you here for those lines? Are you excited to go see The Godmother 3? no not at all melinda is then gonna have a seizure and ask to snap out of it what i
1: the choices that were being
0: made now we see the girlfriend experience looking like a 90s movie star and not only will she blank on the improv she will laugh again and break character like last week again how did she prepare for drag race seriously asking for all my friends
1: I mean, okay. Here's the thing, and I was talking about this with, um, with the girls on Sunday. Um, like, it's not about like drag race isn't about like being a good performer because if that it was the case, Correct. then form about would have made it to the end of UK. Like, it's all about like and even the runways like the runways don't matter at all anymore really they don't like it's very rare that they actually are like oh that was really bad that was like the one that or like that one was amazing and that's what like cinched you slightly ahead of the other girl like it's very very rare that they actually do that anymore now it's all about can you be an actor can you sell a product like they want to see if you can be a spokesperson for drag race that's what they want
0: or like, have the ability to take it on your own and be a star on your own
1: yeah exactly that's all they care about they don't care about anything
0: else improv 101 it's free class in most places just take it just go that's all you gotta do yeah Caitlin will be asked about the drama on set and she says it was this little upstart named melba toast which sounds very dry <laughs> i get the joke that's funny um <laughs> wasn't there a drag queen in new york named melba toast or something for a while yeah i thought it was an australian girl no oh there was definitely one in new york i think she had a different slightly different name but yeah Linda will scream that the drama wasn't her and ask what streets Tracy is talking about that the word got around. Okay. So she's crazy. And I guess that's great. We're going to go through the next segment where it is going to reveal their favorite scenes and their favorite lines. Amy says, that, that girl is looking for mama. Sophia, can you be my daughter? Okay. Kitten. They kidnapped her daughter right in the middle of a tap dance performance. Uh, okay. Listen, that, that sounds like a movie I'd watch. That sounds crazy. <laughs> Venus. Oh, God, mother. Nira, you bastard. Aurora, I need my moment. Okay, we're, we're now getting into the lexicon of the drag race. So fine. Kiki, we're having sex while jumping on a helicopter. Now, Jessica, I know you're a crazy one. How does that yeah. work? Uh,
1: I don't know. Uh, when I try it, I'll let you know.
0: Okay, thank you. Luna, the bodily <laughs> fluids were fluiding. The juices were flowing. Luna, to make a joke, the bodily fluids were fluiding, the juices were juicing. Thank you. Come back to writing class. <laughs> Melinda, right there, right there, yes, 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 and then passes out and forgets the question. I- <laughs> Denim will just say um and start playing with her hair and laugh because she doesn't know how to do improv either. Ditto with girlfriend who literally just shrugs. Dare I say the producers are not thrilled with the girlfriend experience?
1: I think that they probably don't like most of them because they were not doing anything. No.
0: Aurora will say, mother knows best, so you better watch out. And then Melinda falls out of her chair. Are you excited for the Never Worldwide release of this film?
1: Uh, no. I th- no. I think that they should, again, I think this is like one of those things where they like, had a mini challenge that was so because wasn't there one like two seasons ago that was so bad that they completely cut it from the episode Probably. like that's Probably. what they should have done with this because it was not good at all
0: unfortunately like... the results of this mini challenge have a lot to do with what is about to happen so i don't think yeah. they could cut it out that's as of the mini challenge is melinda verga why couldn't tell you she wins $2,500 cash, courtesy of Tan on the Run. Hey, Jessica, do you like tans?
1: No, I actually love being pale.
0: Do you really? Is it because when you go out in the sun, you turn into a lobster?
1: Yeah, melanoma runs in the family, so I'm not trying to, not trying to deal with it. <laughs> That's fair.
0: Now that they are all leading ladies, it's time to celebrate with some girl power. For this week's matching challenge, they will be forming girl groups and headlining the new drag music festival, Oshigagan. Melinda will be the team captain as the MIDI challenge winner, and Luna as the winner of the lip sync is the other team captain. So let's pick our teams. Melinda will select Kiki, Kitten, girlfriend, and Amy, leaving Luna with Venus, Aurora, Nira, and Denim. Jessica, what was Melinda thinking?
1: I think I don't even know. Like, I I I it felt very random i guess i think she was trying to go for like oh like i don't even know i really don't honestly like i if think she was trying knows to get the she
0: girls- can dance yeah. yeah she knows she can choreograph find the girls who can do that with you it doesn't matter what the makeup is yeah this is drag That's race you time. have to be there to win yeah not have a fun time venus will be like it's giving old versus young and they should be worried they're they're going to break a hip and i'm like she's not wrong but why the commentary she is getting a very strange edit
1: yeah i think it's like weird cuz she's like doing very well but they like want people to not like
0: her right but it's not like it's not things that came out of her mouth she's saying them yeah i don't know <laughs> well each group will perform their own sickening track one is called heartbeat all about love and the other is heartbreak and edgy revenge bop denim as the last person to be picked will get to assign songs now obviously they are the same song with a different main word Yeah. but which story would you have selected
1: um i think like looking i mean i don't know it's hard because now i know how both of them did but like i i liked the heartbeat song better just in general
0: denim will select heartbeat for her team leaving melinda with heartbreak now, they will be in charge of lyrics, choreography, and styling, and to help them lay down their track, they will be mentored by pop superstar Rev. Are you familiar with Rev and her amazing catalog, catalog of work? I only
1: have one song by her, so I didn't realize that she was, like, a big artist at all. Like, so I was like, oh, okay, uh, I guess I have to go look into her back catalog, because I literally only have one song I'd never heard of her before.
0: What song was that? It's
1: like tongue i
0: think okay the, the one that they, that they did, did. like literally
1: yeah. the one that they did at the lip thing
0: so you don't perform her music all the time like nira no, no. she doesn't come on this stop, stop it, <laughs> yeah, stop <right>. it. lies <laughs> all right the girls hit the tables and team young will discuss how they feel about getting heartbeat like it really mattered venus <laughs> says she didn't know what angle denim was going and she says that she thought they would kill either of them she wanted to be a little bit strategic and says maybe the other group weren't much of dancers and wanted to give them a little curveball jessica please tell me based on what we saw how that actually works out if the songs are literally the same tempo
1: i don't well did they didn't get a chance to listen to them beforehand so like that's okay i think like the key difference is maybe she thought that like oh heartbreak it's gonna be like more of a rocker i thought like wouldn't you think it's like heartbeat is gonna be poppy and upbeat and then heartbreak is gonna be like
0: more so very bde yeah We'll talk about BDE a lot this episode. What is BDE? Big Drag Energy, UK3.
1: I didn't watch it. Oh, no, I guess I did, but I forgot about it because it was boring. (laughs) Uh, uh,
0: Yeah, yes, you do. Okay, Melinda will tell the girls on her team that she is super happy that she got each and every one of them. And the girl's like, yeah, sure. Has Melinda ever watched the show before? Like, what was she thinking? I really don't know. If someone knows and wants to tell me, I would love to hear it. (laughs) Amy will state that she hoped she would go on Melinda's group. Did you now? Okay. Amy says that they have the experience queen, so watch and learn, but this is drag race. Experience doesn't always amount for anything. It's the ability to adapt into a challenge. That's mm-hmm. the experience queen. Amy says they need a name. Kitten wants it to be powerful and strong, so she says vixens. She says vixens will kick you to the curb and won't suffer for your bullshit. Are you a vixen? yeah sure not
1: not 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 on that team but like i'll take the name
0: aurora wants a name for her team and nira's like we're the heartbreakers yeah no no come on girl aurora says that they are the heart throbs no not gonna work we will hear someone say love shack and i was like how does that a group name uh and then denim will just say love bugs thinking it's just a silly word and they're like no that's it and it's gonna stick <laughs> they'll go with it they will bite With their love. Okay, that was kind of cute. Are you a love bug?
1: I mean, I prefer to be on that team, so sure.
0: (laughs) Now Miss Luna has already started thinking about strategy, as she will ask her team, what if someone from their team is in the bottom? And Venus is like, let's not even go there, but if. And Venus and Nero will state that they know what they will need to do if that does happen, which would have been good television.
1: But mm-hmm. unfortunately,
0: one team bombs so hard, you couldn't do that. Yeah. Here will throw out that this could be the start of a little bit of alliance, which makes sense. Based on what Melinda fucking did to everybody, it does look like a fucking alliance already. Mm-hmm. Do you think then maybe there was some strategy into picking the teams for the alliance of it all?
1: i mean i think it's like I, I mean i think in her mind she was doing what made sense like she's picking the people that are closer to her age closer to her like style of drag like i i get it like i understand why she did the team that she did like i think girlfriend experience was like the one outlier of that group um because they when they were like oh it's like old versus young and i was like wait isn't girlfriend on their other dream? like i was like that's rude but like um yeah, no, I think like that's what that was her strategy was trying to pick people that were close to her drag style, and so like, I think she thought that would make it better. Maybe
0: the love bugs will start to structure their song where Aurora will say that she really likes the fifth verse. She enjoys writing lyrics and is excited to show off the sweet side of Miss Aurora Matrix. She's already got a full page ready, and I'm like, oh, she's ready to Priyanka this shit. Uh-huh. Over with the vixen's girlfriend is a bit nervous. She will say that writing lyrics are in her strong suit. And again, I ask, what did he do to prepare ye for a television show ye? At this point in the universe of drag race, you know what challenges are to come. You have to come prepared with some lyrics or at least rhymes for your fucking name. You have to be able to be on the spot, throw out two, three lines and claim them and let no one else have them. I have said this many times in the podcast. At this point, throw shit on paper, write it down, put it in your journal that you get to bring with you. You have to be able to write lyrics. This is not a season where we're shocked. Oh my god, it's it's post. Read you wrote you. Will we get another um, music challenge? You are. You're going to have it. Some might have it in the first episode. It might wait till the end of the season. It's going to happen.
1: Mm-hmm. Don't they tell them before to write the verses too? Like
0: maybe, maybe not. I don't know. We don't know. Jessica, you're a writer. Are you ready to bring your lyrics to the Drag Race stage?
1: That is, like, my... That Honestly, this challenge, like, the girl group, and then, like, or just, like, the music video that they did in UK, like, those are, like, my dream challenges. Like, I think those are just... It's so much fun. I think it's so, like... It's so cool to like go and record and then like have your own song. I mean, like I recorded my own song and like hearing it back. I'm like, it's so wild that this like exists. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, crazy that it exists in the world. So like, that is like the one thing I've always said, no matter what happened to me on Drag Race. i like, I just want to have my verse in a song that I can listen to for the rest of my life. That's all I want. And get like,
0: residuals for later on. I want it. <laughs> Girlfriend will say that this freaks her out and it's a very different vulnerability that she's not used to. So the girls will try to boost her and tell her to give more credit to herself and not to doubt herself. Amy says they can work on it together. And now girlfriend feels warm and fuzzy and is glad she's with them. And there is the bad acting again because she's not. Let's be real. She wants to be with the (laughs) nation. She will say that she thinks the other group will have a lot of control freaks calling out her Vancouver sissy Venus, who is a leader and a control freak. And she knows Nira is a control freak. Now, I was like, okay, this is a very interesting bit. But what happens next, I think, is going to not necessarily show us what will happen here, but for the future going forward. Mm -hmm. Because suddenly Amy will take this and call out the other group and say they should be careful with Nira, as they saw what happened last week. And Nira was pressed by this. She was pissed, even though her Botox and filler may not have been able to show it. What did you make of this little tiny moment?
1: I mean, it's good TV, if nothing else. Like, you know, I think they're gonna, obviously like, one of the two of them, and I'm I'm guessing it's Nira is gonna get the, like, you're too much of a perfectionist. You care too much. Which doesn't make any sense when every time they tell somebody that. Like, you care too Like, when they spend, like, with Ben Delacrim in season six. Like, you care too much. You're too good at this. Like, stop being good at this. I'm like, what? What, crit- what kind of critique is that? Like, it makes no sense. <laughs> like,
0: well, it's interesting because when we get to Untucked, we're going to have another moment between the two of them. And again, I don't think it's a coincidence that we're having these little tiny itty-bitty moments because I think it's going to come to a head at some point. 100%. All right, let's head to the main stage where it's time to record their tracks with music superstar Rev, who seems so sweet. I liked her. Maybe not as much as the girl from Canada versus the world. Like Angelou, Julie was like the shit and we should just keep bringing her back because bonjour, High, A+. So good. A-plus. So good. This one, not so much. Who's ready to lay down some pure fire? I mean, let's not have some enthusiasm, girls. Oh, my God. <laughs> was there any inspo behind the lyrics for Denim? Well, she shares her husband was on her mind when she wrote them. She is also kind of her own muse, which is what Jessica says about herself on a daily <laughs> basis when she looks in the mirror. True. True. She says she may be the quietest bitch in the room, but she's going to make sure that her voice is loud and clear. She does the speak-talk route for her music, and I think that was very smart. And the lyrics were pretty solid. Good choice. Yeah. Rev will ask her to tighten the Denim on Denim Love line fit better. It's her mic drop moment, even though she's (laughs) the first to go. I mean, you got to have your own mic drop moment. Yeah. Yeah. Danum wants to prove that she is there and can open a fucking show as she has a lot to prove from last week. Next up, we have the lovely Luna Dubois who is giving a sultry but lacking lots of confidence. Rev wants her to sing like Beyonce and kick it up to the point where she feels ridiculous. If it's too much, it's not enough. Luna will oblige as she does not want to bottom it again as her booty hole is too tight okay she will (laughs) go again and well there's not much of a difference but we will have the girls mock her in that sultry tone and confessional (laughs) will you be like venus remember this one for the rest of your life
1: no no i i mean no not at all
0: luna will finish and say that she loved it and wants to do another but no no time to move on this time we have aurora who has not rapped before but me thinks that she spits some rhymes in her room in her downtime when she's bored yeah i think so aurora is ready to get the phone call from priyanka to be featured on her next track Mm -hmm. listen they're Toronto sisters you know it's going to happen
1: i would love to see it
0: because we need to have some conflict of not revealing the winner of the week way too soon rev will tell her that it's sitting in here too loose so she should lose the word i'm a and thinking chopped moving on next we have nira oh has she ever been in love well she's actually engaged she tells us she has an amazing fiance back at home, so Rev tells her to channel that energy and smash it. She sings fine, but get that auto tune ready.
1: Okay, no, like no shade to the diva, but like Jesus tap dancing Christ. When I saw her fiance, I literally had a stroke. I had a stroke that I have not recovered from to this day. Like how i just want to know how we'll get
0: there we're we're gonna talk about it i'm gonna we'll we'll form some thoughts on how we got there um i might be able to find some tea out for you on it actually and we'll find out but um we'll we'll get there eventually okay rev has her go again and it works and she is told she is flawless and went straight to her head and that ego is popping out of the botox she knows she's the star isn't she Next up is Venus, who has a pop girly who has written "bibbity bops in front of her. She is excited to hear some "bibbity bobbidi boo feedback. Venus is giving a sexy and sticky sweet in her percussive lyrics, and Rev wants her to hit them harder and on beat. I bet Venus likes to hit things harder. Is she top? I don't know, but she probably could to a twink like you. Um,
1: ah! I'll take it. Listen.
0: Venus wants to impress her as she is also the judge this week because, spoiler, that's they gotta remind us who's judging each week. <laughs> but she has to bring it like everyone else in the group. She wants to stand out. Will she? We shall see. Why is she having fears that she's not going to stand out? It has nothing to do with the plot of this episode.
1: I don't know. I mean, that's just something to say to a little more drama.
0: Literally. Alright, time for the Vixens to become girl group girlies. The girlfriend experience is giddy. And it's like you're prettier in real life Did she know what she looked like on social media before this i don't think so that's up for debate
1: they could i don't know they could they is she like here. that big of a star this is what i need to know like this big of a star
0: we will start with melinda verga who was asked by rev what inspired her lyrics and she says the assholes that she's met in her life. Amen, sister. I know <laughs> a lot of them. Belinda goes and well it's very yelly and very very not good. Maybe it's my ears like tonally I was like um we're going to have to auto tune this up to 11. <laughs> yeah. Rev will say, "Wow, can't believe you did it on your first pass." Did we hear the same thing?
1: I I don't. Like, you know, she's being nice. <laughs>
0: She will tell her to put more emphasis on the mmms and ah, add some glitter. Don't tell a drag queen to add glitter. It gets everywhere. (laughs) Melinda doesn't really do the ad lib thing, but she's going to give it a try. And she will. And it sounded like she was sneezing and coughing. But uh, bring it, Diva. Bring it. Bring it. Kiki hello! She will give you generic girl group, challenge, girl group challenge vocal performance. Rev says that she has to define syllables and keep it in the pocket. Hey, Rev, can you go tell that to um, that girl with the ponytail that's in that movie, Wicked, coming out soon?
1: Leave her alone! Leave Ariana
0: alone! Enunciate Ariana, that's all I ask of you. <laughs> oh, God. No, don't I All I ask of you, could you imagine putting Ariana Grande in fans of the Opera? It's going to happen one day, isn't it? I'm sure. The revival. She's like, if Nicole Scherzinger can sing that shit, I can too. Put me on Broadway. (laughs) right. well, she wants more swag from Kiki, and Kiki's like, I don't know how to do swag. Do you know how to do swag? You're a singer. You can swag, right?
1: Yeah, (laughs) I can do.
0: (laughs) Kiki is struggling as she needs to make sure the words fit with the melody. Now, it's Kitten Caboodle, and she is this 70s campy showgirl who is not ready for a modern pop girly moment. Oh, no. She has that, like, Mrs. Kasha Davis aura about her cadence and vibrato musically, and it's shoved into this completely confident package, but it's just not in line of what this track is supposed to be. Yeah. Rev wants her to say the word fuck like she means it, and Kitten will be like, well, Kitten usually doesn't say the F word. And it like, was cute. It was very cute. <laughs> and was like, but I want to see that kitten come out more often and kick the energy up when she's performing so it matches the energy. Um, you saw that picture of 50-year-old kitten. I think she says the F-word a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, she reminds her that she will be dancing, so she has to emphasize the stop block pussy pop, all the juices in the tank, and kittens just not getting it. No, not louder. Sure. Ooh. No, she's not getting <laughs> up. Girlfriend experience is feeling scared shit, as shit she reveals that her voice is one of her dysphoria's, so she is out of her comfort zone. Okay? Rev says she is there for her if she feels nervous and the nerves were alive and well when Girlfriend started recording. But she did it. The girls encouraged her. Rev will boost her ego by even telling her that she's a great lyricist. Did you know that I was told that once before? I actually won a prize for it. Did you really? I did high school college no Where? no um the kevin spacey foundation award but that's a whole different <laughs> yeah he's not guilty we'll according again, to Michael. uk law so i can talk about him i guess he's making a comeback i don't know you yeah, know i actually i actually won a ten thousand dollar prize for my musical
1: oh shit go off yeah
0: things people don't know about me i love it all right. Girlfriend says when she feels supported, it lets her calm down. So it really is. She's glad to have love and support during this process. Amy on say Chanel. Will she be the Beyonce or Michelle of this group? Well, she drops the Spanish and you know what? She's already standing out for the pack. Yeah. Rev wants to know what the condom line Amy's saying is because it was in Spanish. She says you were like a condom. She used you once and bye bye. Blunt, but you know what? Good writing. Love All right. Love it. Loves that. Melinda's proud of her Vixens. They did it, and they slayed, and they had fun. Let's see how much fun they're going to have to dance. But we'll get to it. First to dance are the love bugs, and Peep, the tracksuit fantasy coming from Nera and Denim. If you, Jessica Rose, had a tracksuit, what color would you want it to be? What do you think, Michael? Payne? Hey. <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. I Aurora. Paris Hilton won. Paris Hilton's won.
0: Aurora is feeling a little nervous as she and Nira are sharing responsibility of being head choreographers. That's going to turn out great. Nira knows the pressure is on as she came there letting everybody know that she is a dancing diva. It's going to be what they're going to have to give. We're going to see a lot of 90s girly moves, a lot of pop princess of the 90s choreo. And Luna will be the one in the group that struggles with the dance the the most because she needs to have them broken down. I'll break them down for you. Why do we keep putting the UK Hun Human Centipede in all Drag Race dances? (laughs) Can we do something original? No. Every fucking group since UK Hun has adopted something from that routine. I hope they get residuals on the original choreography, but I'm over the Human Centipede.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's not yeah.
0: So if you ever get on the show and I see you do the human centipede,
1: it won't be my choice. I will never you know, choreograph. Have
0: this in your head and tell the group I'm going to get screamed at on a podcast if you keep it.
1: <laughs> I will never like I will never choreograph anything ever in life on a show like Drag Race ever. Never. <laughs>
0: Denim says she's a slow learner. She's concerned. She needs clarification about how the hands go down to the back of the butt. Was that a question about the dancer in life? Who's to say?
1: I don't think it's about life.
0: Denim is not a dancer per se. She is. But she's going to keep on asking for clarification. And this then causes a domino effect as Loda is now going to start messing up. Denim says they have to learn the choreo as she doesn't want to land herself in the bottom. Ever. And I'm like, ooh, interesting. Maybe Denim will never be a bottom bitch. Okay. Let's get the party started with the Vixen's and those stripper heels girlfriend thinks she's about to dance in. Okay. <laughs> Melinda is taking charge and she is ready to work and thinks she is a drill sergeant. Now, for all of my Drag Race Philippine watchers, Melinda is giving us shades of Tio Douglas, the feared choreographer from season one, who was not asked back for season two because the girls were really actually scared of this man. Really? Literally terrified of this man. Oh, yeah. He walked in the room or they saw him. They were like, oh, they had to do use him two weeks in a row. They were not. Thrilled. Oh, my God. He was <laughs> very scary. He was really scary. She is going to, quote, download the choreography and then see who picks it up really quickly. And that will determine who will be in the front and who will be in the back. Do you get the feeling that Melinda is going to be me one day when I'm that cursed person who's trying to be hip with the kids and say things that I think the kids say, like, download? No.
1: no, I think she, I don't even think she's trying to be cool. I think, I don't know, like, I don't, I'm shocked she's still there. I'll put it that way.
0: Now I will say I was a fan of some of these moves. For a musical music video, when you have a camera up close and personal, the whole heartbreak moment, it was really cool if you could see it.
1: Yeah. And also anyway. they kept flubbing it. So
0: <laughs> anyway, Melinda thinks she's the next Hollywood Jade. Good luck on that. I can't wait for them to get face-to-face if that ever happens this season melinda will get very dance instructory and says that she's not seeing them give it and kitten's like well we're just learning the choreo which is the T." and she was very sweet about that i would have been like bitch shut up I know. melinda wants fierce face face amy doesn't like melinda being an over diva and bossing them around we go down the line and they all boom and melinda's like i'm getting what i want so she is going to put girlfriend and kiki in the front and miss amy is pressed about that move on to the back um me thinks that miss melinda is really bad at seeing things with her eyes yeah <laughs> now amy will say she will shine wherever you put her she doesn't care but she kind of does and but she also knows i will shine so watch it bitches yeah the so melinda has put girlfriend in the front but she keeps on falling behind so is it time to adjust things does girlfriend have three left feet and go ahead to the back spoiler. She doesn't move her.
1: Yeah. I think she can't like, I see, I understand girlfriend a lot. Actually. I feel like because she is in the school of like, she's a dancer in the way that the cat dolls are dancers, even less than that. You know what I mean? Like it's posy. You know what I mean? Like her drag. No, that's what it is. Her drag is all it's about true. posing and looking hot. Like it's not about dancing. Like
0: name me one other pussycats doll besides Nicole Schinger, Scherzinger. Go. Uh,
1: Melody Thornton.
0: I don't know who that is. Okay. Exactly. You, you could have said a name and I could have been like, all right, maybe.
1: Carnet. Really? I know. I think, yeah. Just yeah. Snoop Dogg. Melody, Kimberly, you know, that whole little line. No, and buns. No, okay, never mind.
0: No. Keep going. <laughs> Girlfriend tells us she has never done any type of choreo before and is hoping they will help her with the struggle and work as a team if she can't do it by themselves. Um, They have to sell it and the time is now and I gotta ask. Okay, you, you've you done gigs before. Mm-hmm. You, you've had to do some choreo, right? Yeah, many times. Has she never had to do any choreo ever in any of her gigs? She gives
1: me very solo artist. Like okay. she doesn't I don't think she does like Oh, we're going to be a girl group sister. Da, 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 da. No, like she gives me very I am a solo artist. I am the hottest bitch in the show like I don't so want to dance. You're telling me
0: that the Girlfriend experience never danced to Stop and did the Spice Girls choreo in her bedroom? I don't know. Maybe not. <laughs> hey you always on the run. No, come on, come on. Everyone knows a little bit about that one. I'm sure know. everyone everyone's done a little bit of choreo from Brittany and like hit me baby one more time or come on. How old is she? she? Okay, fine, Lady Gaga. Any gaga, any gaga, any gaga. I'm just
1: saying like how old is she? Because that determines that.
0: I don't know. <laughs> it's girl group day and we do not even get a walk into the workroom. we're going straight into face how are the love bug girls doing they're feeling good aurora has never had this much nervous excitement as she has to prove that she can motherfucking perform now denim wants to know what was up with the picking of her last and luna says that she picked the people she knew would be crucial to the formation of everything first what did that mean And she just
1: didn't think that denim can perform <laughs> yeah.
0: She would have been fine with Amy then. Probably. Yeah. All right. How are the Vixens feeling? Well, Amy says that writing a song for the first time in a language that is not her language, she was in her head, but said, let's do this. You got this. You're a super fucking star and is ready to win the challenge. You know what? At first I was like, I don't get her. I'm starting to warm up to her. I like her. She's fun. I like her too. She tells us that she's really hoping she will be in the top this week and spoiler, you will be. Yay. (laughs) On the topic of love, let's get me to press and see who is in a relationship and who is single AF. <laughs> Nira has a lovely fiance. She says Jacob is one of the strongest and one of the most supportive people that she knows. That was a hunk of a man. Good for you. That photo was hot. Even she looked sexy in that as well. <laughs> She says that he is so kind and works so hard so that she can do exactly what she loves to do. Is he her sugar daddy?
1: If he is, she better fucking work. Like, she better work.
0: How much do you think that Jacob had to put his profile on private?
1: Uh, probably immediately. <laughs> I, would I am sure any pictures
0: with him. I am sure the DMs were a-flowing. Good for you, Nira. Good for you. I hope I can be like you one day. I know! <laughs> All right, well, she reveals that they are getting eloped in May, and Denim reveals that she got married in May. How cute. Are you gonna get married in May?
1: Uh, I feel like, uh, yeah, maybe. Spring wedding is always
0: cute. Denim says being with another trans person is an understanding and love relationship. She never realized how powerful it would be to be in at for T4T relationship, calling it the most loving, validating, special experience of her life. She is really grateful to have found the person who understands and respects her for who she is. I love this. I want to hear more because we don't hear enough about t for t relationships. This I is know. a massive, massive, so massive platform. Let's hear more about it and break stigmas. Let's do it. I love um, that. Let's hear more about it. I, maybe we'll hear more about it. I don't know. We'll find out. Kitten says she has been with Jim for six years. They do kitten caboodle together as he is with her at every show. He has her dresser. He helps her with nails. He picks up the jewelry. She's getting choked up and she wishes everybody to have the same thing. Me too. Where is my twink charming? I, I will be the is. gym to a, a twink's. <laughs> drag character. I don't care. Where is my lover?
1: There's a drag queen out in Long Island. Actually, her name's Tony Homeperm. Uh love her. You should have her on here. She's fab. Um she uh is like very much like similar to that. Like but she started drag way later in life but like her husband is like a hairstylist so he does all her wigs and like goes with her to all the gigs. It's so it's literally like a dream. I think it's the most adorable thing I've ever seen in my life.
0: Listen, we have seen other relationships in the New York City um Dragosphere who um, had a relationship with a man who was always at their gigs and I don't think a lot of them are still together.
1: Probably not, but a lot of those people were also probably raging alcoholics, so...
0: <gasps> I don't know about Bella and Paul's relationship. Who? Bella Noche. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, good times. Oh. I think that even happened like during COVID. So I, I don't Absolutely. know time anymore. I still think it's twenty twenty one. I know. God. All right, now you we're talking about love. Let's talk about not love. Amy reveals that she's got a lot of love and y'all can have love, but she got divorced before coming to the show. She was married for over six years, but she is so ecstatic to share that she is single and looking for a husband and five kids. That's a good turn. Then she's going to call out Venus. She's like, I'm not having five kids. Um, Jessica, what would you do with five kids?
1: Nothing, because I'm not even going to have one. None? Oh god, I hate children.
0: No future roses?
1: No. Never. Okay. Unless it's a dog. No.
0: Okay. <laughs> it's time to head to the runway. Where are Diva Extreme? Brooklyn Heights is giving you Boulay Brothers hair and moth. <laughs> It was
1: cute. I thought she looked great.
0: Yeah. Alright, our panel is Brad Goreski giving us neon green and mesh top. We have Tracy Melcher giving us color. And Rev is wearing something I thought she was wearing earlier, but I think I'm wrong. But the I same thought color so too. List. I was like, is she wearing this thing? <laughs> Listen, maybe she had a long night. We will start with our girl groups and then move into the runway, shall we? Yeah. Heartbreak by the Vixens. I mean, it breaks my heart to see how much of a disaster this was. This Wait. is in line with the BDE up-tempo edition from Drag Race UK 3.
1: Oh, with Scarlet Harlot and the whole thing? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no God, yeah, it was. Scarlet Harlot. I think this was worse.
0: I, I think so, too. The color scheme, going with green and black and silver, very cute. I'm a bit shocked that they all had access to those colors, but you know what? Good for them for making it work. Now I don't call myself a dancer or a mover, but I feel like with time, I theoretically could have picked up with the main choreography here. And then we have the lifelessness from the girlfriend experience. I think for the beginning, she just stood there.
1: I mean, it was not even just her. It was like the lifelessness from all of them. They were all like, they they all, you could tell all of them had no idea what they were supposed to be doing. I think the I think Melinda made it so comp. That's why I thought she should have been in the bottom too, alongside right. Girlfriend Experience, because I'm like, you made it so complicated that nobody could do it correctly.
0: Girl, there's other reasons why she could have been in the bottom, but we will get to the runway. Well, yeah. Uh, we kick things off with Melinda who really was in her own little world vocally she sounded great with that tune. her lyrics were mediocre but her performance was good like she made this for herself you knew this was a Melinda Verga production
1: Yeah.
0: Kiki Ko oh poor Kiki she didn't even have her own lyrics in her mouth like she was front and center and I don't even think it was watermelon that was coming out of her mouth no. I don't know what was Block Tracy's face after Kiki did the clown dance move. She was utterly baffled by that monkey dance. I don't know. I don't even know how to describe it. Yeah. We get to our first chorus. And girlfriend is not on her mark. She's literally standing in front of Amy and has little idea how off she is in the choreo. You could see that smile on her face was from please kill me now let this be over. Yeah, Put me out of my misery. Yeah, Kitten looked incredible, but she had zero energy. I was so sad because I liked her verse. I, I was impressed with what she wrote, yeah. but she didn't perform it. No. Again, when low girl- energy
1: across the board.
0: Like, And then when Girlfriend did her lyrics, she started off great. And then when she was doing her little solo choreo off from the girls who were right behind her, you just felt bad. Like, she had zero rhythm. It was kind of cringe. And, it's again, it's crazy because we've seen her, like, give sex appeal in performance before. I've seen videos. She's very like, evocative and, and and powerful on stage. The hottest. I guess it's like a sensuality that you feel the music as opposed to dance to music.
1: Yeah. Oh,
0: 100%. We get to our next chorus, and it was a bit cleaner, but at least Girlfriend found center because everyone had to move around her, so at least she was good there. Amy Slade. If she had been on an actual winning team, she would have won. Her lyrics were fire. Her energy was right. She looked great. She came in as the rapper in a pop song and got it right. Mm -hmm. It was right timing musically, but I just wish she had boosted the team somehow earlier on but there's no way for her to do that she only missed that little sit and kick choreo but that was a little minor thing Yeah. in the final chorus you can see Kitten completely missing her mark running to hit the pose only to have to run back to hit the center final pose in the group and then Melinda as we will learn later a jump split will not give you a win it was a mess this was all a fiery fiery mess I truly
1: actually think this is, like, probably the worst girl group challenge I've ever seen.
0: Now, Miss Jessica, there has been discussions in the past, previously, that every challenge like this, you get two takes. Oh, true. Is it possible this was the better of the two?
1: No, because I think, I uh, listen, I think that probably, like, regardless, they probably... I think the parts where they looked good probably were the second one. Okay.
0: I felt bad. I really felt bad. I
1: felt really bad. <laughs> like, I would be so... Em- I would be, like, beyond embarrassed. Like, I I feel like I would be like, I'm leaving, I'm done, I can't do it, sorry.
0: Moving on to Heartbeat by The Love Bugs. I love the pink and gold storyline. Very cohesive, mm-hmm. kind of K-pop in a way. I really was impressed George, with the colors denim kicks us off and she had confidence and conviction why she did a somersault after the circus line and into the hairy bimbo clown line beyond me but it sort of, it worked it was very funny um did we see much of her lip sync no because i barely saw her face she did look like a pop star and i love that hair yeah. that hair is something i think you deserve
1: it's cute i I think she i was gonna say she's like right there behind is. you yeah she looked she looked cute I, I think she performed well she this is the thing i was like From super low energy to like, this is the energy that we needed except for Luna. But like everybody else was like the energy that was on par. You know what I mean?
0: Well, next is the Luna Dubois experience. And I don't know why she wanted to be in the spot that she was in, but it did not fit the flow of the song. I don't know what her experience is in the world of music, but she actually, for me, was the weakest link in the group. It needed to be all rap. The singing sultry thing did not work. I don't know why she went that way. It was really weird. Um, listen, we have had some very strange, bizarre choices in the past, but it's usually by people who have vocal ability. True. Yeah, that's true. We have our chorus, and now I don't know if they had to use the same choreo from the group one or they stole it from the others, but we got another UK hun human centipede with the <laughs> hand slams. Both groups did that. Is They're it the- possible? Is it possible? That someone choreographed the majority of it, and we just saw some little itty-bitty bits.
1: Maybe, but would they even bother doing that?
0: I don't know. I mean, on Drag Race Down Under 3, the finale, we had Queen Concord choreographed the entire thing, only to get her entire choreo cut out, because they couldn't do it. Oh, well. But it's just, it's, the thing for me is the fucking UK Hun Human Centipede. I I can spot it. They did the same thing.
1: Yeah, it's just a, it's a standard girl group movement. It's easy to do.
0: Find another one. Find another one. Nira looked cute, and all I gotta say is showing off your dance skills, great. Just to do them, not so much because it did not match the music or the lyrics. It felt like no. a crutch when she yeah. did the the ballet. I was like, but where is that in this song? No, it was off. Venus and the fast wrap was great. And then we get the BDHS bump because of the um, heartbeat. I get it. I get it. We couldn't think of anything else that didn't look like anything else we've already seen because there are people like me who watch all the shows. We can notice. We notice. Yeah. What I couldn't stand was that hair. It looks like a wet poodle. It was way too small compared to the rest of her look. Something was completely off for me. But it also could be is because she towers over everybody else in that group and it l- looks strange.
1: I don't I think for me, like, I just don't like the color, maybe like I because it, it's too much. Mo- it's like too monochrome. But like the pinks don't match. So it it right. like the wig, especially like really stands out and like not in a good way.
0: That being said, her performance was good though. I enjoyed oh, it. Oh, she
1: killed the performance
0: though. Yeah, for sure. Our second chorus, you could see them all giving it all, but Luna, who is really, really lucky that the other girl sucked. hmm It's time for Aurora. And she was a superstar. I thought she was brilliant. I love her placement. I loved her look. I was incredibly impressed.
1: She like tore it up, like tore, she shut it down. It was smart to have her at the end because she really, she tore it down.
0: And then our final chorus gives us some new choreo and that whole arm thing in the air. They were all so off on it. It looked kind of weird. (laughs) Yeah. They were obviously the far superior group with a good song. But this overall was not a top-tier girl group week on any Drag Race. No.
1: They still did good. They did better. I think there's been times where it's been both have been bad and not memorable. But I think this, this at least, like, I'll remember Aurora if I don't remember anything else. Right. You know
0: anything uh, Aurora else. and Amy, I think, really are the ones that are going to, dare I say, a compilation on um the <laughs> Drag Race YouTube at some point. You'll, you'll see those again. Mm-hmm. Category of sunglasses at night. In honor of the runway, we will play Sunglasses or Reading Glasses. (laughs) Jessica, apparently Sunglasses at Night is a Corey Hart song. I don't know it. I didn't get the reference. Didn't get it either. (laughs) If you, Jessica Rose, were given this prompt, Sunglasses at Night, what the fuck would you do?
1: I think something almost exactly like what Venus did, actually.
0: Okay. Okay. Now we're going to see some sunglasses on attire that people would wear at night, maybe like dominatrix. Okay, that's the way to go. Some people will literally use sunglasses. What do you think their prompt actually was? Because this did not line up with what Brooklyn said.
1: I probably shade. I would guess they were like, I,
0: I think I am going with you there. I think shade or eyewear was what they were told.
1: Shades, like, yeah, shades on the runway, something like that.
0: Aurora Matrix, look by Eric Dalby, hair and sunglasses by Just Parallel, gloves by Leland, nails by Funeral Face Nails. I like the majority of the look, with the exception of the oil spill burning on the bottom of the dress. Did not get it, did not get into it. I think with the sunglasses needing to be the star of the look, it was smart concept having them be a part of the actual pair of glasses. But to be sunglasses, don't they need to have shades in them? They were giving me those aquaria glasses that she wore in um season ten. It was a smart idea almost achieved in full.
1: It's so funny. I like I do generally like it okay. Like it could it be executed better? Yes. I can tell you exactly which three runways that she's took this from. She took it from Schiaparelli, <laughs> uh freaking Moschino and Chanel. Like it's three different runways combined into one look, um, which I think the mosquito, which is like the burnt part of it, that could have gone because that doesn't make sense with the rest of the outfit. But like overall, I think it's fine. I don't like the shoe. It's fine. It's just fine.
0: Brooklyn says she came out and said, I will not be safe this week. Nope, not happening. She says she is literally on fire every possible way this week. Brad says her verse was really, really fun. He says she tore up the stage and he loved watching her and couldn't take his eyes off of her. Tracy says she is making her heart beat fast, saying she is a spectacular performer. She says the look is incredible and fiery, just like her. Rev says it was so hard to believe it was her first time as it was so impressive and everything was a gazillion out of 10. I will give this look a sunglasses. Yeah, overall, it's cute. Sunglasses. Audience, 86% sunglasses, 14% reading glasses. Luna Bois look by Homomilk Estudio. Are the sunglasses the star of this look? No. Could they have been a last minute addition and nothing worked with the look? Yes. Was this not her first look intended for the show? No. Um. I think the sunglasses are cool, pair well with the hair. I think the rest of the outfit feels like it's on its own universe. It's cool blend of leather, which I do think is done exceptionally well, but the flare of the blue ruffle, it made little sense to me. Make it silver, and I would have been here for it. It was mm. fine. It could have been great. But yeah, she did not intend this to be her look.
1: I think she looked like, the thing is, she looks great. Like, it's hard to critique this in a way, because, like, I think the overall look is very successful and well done. I don't mind the blue, like, I, I-, I think, because she, like, ties it in, I think, with her lipstick, yeah. Um... I like the look overall. I think if you're doing, again, I feel like it's the prompt. Like, it's always the prompt that screws these people over. It's like, I think it's shades on the runway. It had to be. Like, I can't imagine it was anything else. And that's like, yeah, shades on the runway. She wanted to do high fashion. She didn't really necessarily care about, like, she was like, oh, well, here's these cool sunglasses. And that's it. You know what I mean? Like,
0: I will go soft sunglasses.
1: I'll give it a full sunglasses because I think the overall look is very, very high fashion and successful.
0: Audience: fifty-six percent sunglasses, forty-four percent reading glasses. Near enough. Look by Sean Almes. You cannot sell me on this at all. It's giving, I only have fabric to do part of the body, so I'm going to cut shit out and make it work. The cutouts didn't add anything to the structure of the body and the size and the shapes were really a disservice to her. Like the fucking panties showing was not cute. I don't know how much of a hood moment really was important for this, but for me, having it not connected to the dress made me insane. It literally (laughs) felt disconnected. The sunglasses were very plain. They needed something to make them pop. For me, this was not good, and I may, maybe because the neck didn't work with the mm-hmm. hood. That's why we got the cutouts. But this just did not make sense to me. Is there a fashion reference I'm missing?
1: Um, I mean, it's very like Dion Lee. I I like it. Like I do It's very Beyonce. Like I can see where she pulled the references for this. Like. I, I don't mind it. I think there's a lot of like flaws with it, but I think overall it's fine. Like I, I really didn't like what well, in movement too. I think it, it's better than in this picture, but like, I, I I don't mind it. I do agree. Like, I think the hood is like a little, I wish it was attached to the dress. Now that you pointed that out. Now I can't unsee it. Now I'm fixating on it, but I think like, I would like to see either a hat.
0: Or a Grace Jones a moment
1: like a pony coming out of the top yeah. one of the two and i would have been it would have added so much to this look
0: reading glasses for me
1: it's a very soft um sunglasses for me
0: guess what the audience does not agree with you 47 oh, percent wow. sunglasses 53 percent reading glasses but very mixed very very mixed yeah. denim pants and sunglasses by pithia Top by Fawn Darling, here by Genderfuck, nails by Trippy Nails. This is how you marry camp and fashion and reference. This is Raver Realness. I love the colors and how fun and quirky they are. The centerpiece are the sunglasses, as they're not only one, there are about seven. They serve a purpose, they are removable, and I did not see that reveal coming. That was so fun. It was really, really a cool look. And I don't know how many of the queens go out and think merch when they start creating a design, but I knew that this was going to be one that she was being like, when I get off the show, this is the first thing you're going to make into merch for me. This was great.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. This is like, she just gets it. Like she gets fashion. She gets, I love, and I feel like she. it's like, She gets fashion, but there's always, like, very drag elements to it. And, like, the eyes on the hair with the sunglasses, I did not see that coming either. And I was like, oh, wow, like, she better work. I don't know. Like, this look really, like, there's so much detail to it. and it's But it's not, like, this could easily be, like, hodgepodge and look crazy. But, like, there's just enough editing on it to make it great and fun and, like, very fashionable. And I really like it.
0: I will go. Oh, we gotta tell you the, what the people said. The people said, Brad says the somersault sent him and says she was going to roll right on top of that pony. He, she said it took some practice. He says she was a rave baby. He was a rave baby and she nailed it. He loves that it was her whimsy and her fun. Tracy says her voice was creative and clever and showed a personal side to her. She says she started the song off with a bang. Rev says she is a pocket full of sunshine and could tell she came prepared and hit the ground running. Brooklyn says she keeps showing them different facets of drag and what it can be. And really there is no limit. And I agree. It's a sunglasses.
1: Sunglasses. Love it.
0: Audience. Not as in love with it as I thought it was going to be. 79% sunglasses. 21% reading glasses. Wow. I know. Next up is Venus. Look by Sean Malmus, Hair by House of Palooka. In concept. I was so on board with this. The execution and story. I was lost in space. I think the cyborg robot concept with the sunglasses having the laser like Terminator eye. Brilliant. Was the silver jacket simple? Yeah, but I got the story. Was the hair wild and funky? Sure, but it didn't work with the rest of the look. Now, to then confuse the entire sci-fi universe, she opens the jacket and is now hawking sunglasses on the side. For what reason? I don't know. I think if she simply revealed to the bra being a laser sunglasses, I would have appreciated it and I would have been on board, but my eyes went straight to the sides of the jacket. Cause I felt like it was trying to just be got make with the watches. Yeah.
1: I, I like the, I really, really like the concept. Like this is very something that I would do, but the just a panty, not enough needed to no. be something else. Um, hate the hair can't emphasize enough i don't get it how much i hate the hair and the biggest fault of all she looks almost identical to aquaria aquaria yeah like i don't see anything that's unique to her in this so for except for the fact that she's not tucked so other than that like a naked but like yeah i don't know like i there's a lot of elements of this that i liked but Yeah, it's hard. It's hard.
0: I will give it a soft sunglasses. Same. Audience 64% sunglasses, 36% reading glasses. Amy Yancey Chanel, look by Daniel Mendiola, hair by Drag Daddy Wigs, nails by Funeral Face Nails. Can the look be served without the sunglasses? Yes. Does that make it work for the challenge? No. That being said, the sunglasses were bling the fuck out and was the star in terms of glam. I love that she is giving you this brilliant top with a glorious pattern and ruffle. The green body harness is fun. And then we get to the cat suit, and it is so boring, and the boots didn't even work in the monochromatic story because they clashed. I think there are so many amazing elements waist up. From there, we are struggling to complete the look. Agreed.
1: And I really do not like her makeup.
0: Yeah, there's something off with it.
1: The lipstick. She's trying to it's be explicable.
0: experimental, and it just doesn't work.
1: Yes, that lipstick is a crime.
0: Yeah. You wouldn't wear it?
1: Never, ever in life.
0: No, why not?
1: Because it's literally hideous. It looks like she has gangrene. Like, no.
0: Yeah, she tried to go gold. It didn't work. Yeah, Tracy no. says she is Fuego. Brad says the look is giving a masquerade ball with a, such a drag spin. Brooklyn says when her verse started, it felt like they were all just waking up and they started dancing. Rev says she went for the jugular since the first beat of the song. She says whatever person broke her heart sure as hell regrets it now. I will go sunglasses. Uh-oh. I
1: don't I'm like right on the line. Like I I will like the softest sunglasses imaginable.
0: Audience a little harder. 84% sunglasses, 16% reading glasses. And they didn't like denims or
1: wow, okay. You know what? It's fine. There's no accounting for taste.
0: <laughs> the girlfriend experience. No designers listed. This is not the best look she served. I think this felt very amateur in the styling. I think we had lost, had we lost the red ostrich feather. I would like it more because the way it's placed it's sadly falling off and it felt like an afterthought. I hate that she has the feathers on the neck as it closes her off and having such a tiny ass wig really hurt the image up there. And then let's talk about the sunglasses. Was it a blindfold that she wore on her eyes and passed off as sunglasses? Were they hands? It just didn't read. I wish she went as hard as she did in the promo. This was not a great elimination episode for her.
1: I like this just the whole time. I was like Diva, why, why, why is this happening to her? Why, like, it just was all. It felt like it all conspired to come and and like take her out because, like, yeah, I, I don't mind it. Like, I really don't. Like, I, 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 don't even mind the high neck. You wear it to the gig.
0: Huh? You wear it to the gig? I would. Yeah. And then to the supermarket.
1: I don't hate it. Like, I think it's. I think overall, it's cute. It's sexy. It's fun. Like, I get it. Uh. The wake i don't even mind either like i i don't mind the styling of this like do i think it's sunglasses on the runway or whatever the hell like not at all but yeah do i think it's runway worthy no i think this is a cool like performance outfit
0: Brad says that this week they got a little bit more of the girlfriend experience but says along the way there was a little bit of forgetting of the lyrics and a little kerfuffle with the choreography he says they could see the wheels turning and she trying to find her way Tracy says it was her favorite runaway presentation from here from her so far. Rev says she is a storyteller as a lyricist, which is quality. She didn't notice with the other girls' work. Brooklyn says she was standing in front of Amy at one point completely blocking her and says it's very much of a group challenge, so when one person is off, then they really stick out. Girlfriend will say it was her first time doing choreography, and during rehearsal she had it, but coming back and doing it for them, she left a little bit. It's a reading glasses.
1: I'm gonna give her sunglasses because I feel bad, and I think she still looks good regardless. So,
0: audience: thirty-eight percent sunglasses, sixty-two percent reading glasses.
1: Damn,
0: <laughs> Melinda Verga, shirt dress by Z, corset by Sweet Carousel Corsetry, gloves by Melinda. Are we kidding here? Sometimes you have to wonder if you don't have the funds of resources, it's is it really the right time to go on Drag Race? This felt like Amazon.com ad in real time. <laughs> A white hooded blouse, fine, sure. A bare-ass, boring-ass, white-ass corset, girl, no. Rule number one on block talk, no exposed corsets. The only reason she will get a bit of a benefit of the doubt here is because it worked with the white monochromatic concept she was going for. The baby black booties needed to be stripper heels and the glasses. These are weird and festival attire, but it's not giving anything. And she should have kept them on because the makeup was lacking in cohesion and blending and those fucking contacts. No. Coco Montrese ruined contacts for everybody.
1: The hairline every time is so bad. Fuck that wig. Like it wig. It screams, hello, good morning, there's a wig in the in the building. Like I yeah, I mean I this is like straight out of two thousand and like nine to me. Like it was like, look, this is avant garde fashion in two thousand nine and now it's like so tired and was so ever
0: l- avant garde?
1: Not really, but back in two thousand nine it was considered to be sort of it's very like knockoff cheap version of like an alexander mcqueen look you know what i mean like it's just yeah hate the shoe
0: hate the queen glasses (laughs) reading glasses reading 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 glasses
1: yeah there's nothing else to say
0: (laughs) audience 84 percent reading glasses 16 percent sunglasses i played you there no they hated it kitten caboodle look by kitten hair by drag daddy wigs nails by devon nielsen jewels by mark bowen stage jewels we start off with this really cool silver metallic jacket which has the sunglasses on it and it's covering her entire body so i was like oh my god this reveal is going to be fun and i was half expecting like a venus situation where we would have some sort of sunglass garment very campy And then bam, we don't even fall into boring reveal universe. It's drag queen stripper hired for a bear bachelor party pretending to be a dominatrix what a letdown she looked so fucking sexy and i am impressed how comfortable she was wearing it but it just didn't work for this category she wore those raver sunglasses for a look that it didn't fit in we already had the sunglasses we didn't need it again i i'm so lost i mean again maybe something else was supposed to be underneath it just did not read
1: it's hard because does she look good yeah like this is like i mean this is it generic drag to a T? Yes. Does she pull it off very well? Yes. Is it like, does it fit the theme? I don't think so. No, not really. Do it no. Like, I I liked the coat, and yeah, I was I was like, oh, she's gonna give something cool, and then I was like, this, and I'm like, this feels like something that she probably owned out of drag, Absolutely. and I was like, oh, I can wear this on the runway. Cool. Like this is literally like you can you know she's like a muscle leather daddy outside of being a drag queen and like this literally just gives like i had this in my closet for like a sex party or fulsome and like i pulled it out and like let's wear it on the runway
0: that (laughs) says he was surprised over the past couple weeks that they've seen her really giving them a show and for some reason her light was dimmed a little bit this week he says it didn't seem like she knew the lyrics to her own verse which she wrote Tracy says the choreography didn't seem to be smooth. Brooklyn says it was a little weird to see her go, what's happening? I'm not sure of myself as they have never seen that before. But she says she is a 57-year-old drag queen sitting up there in PVC and says she looks fucking fantastic in the outfit. Kitten will say it's probably because it's a little out of her comfort zone. And Rev tells her she has to believe in herself as she is a fabulous lyricist and she's got to sell it. She says it's about attitude and acting and becoming the character and becoming what she's written already. I have to go reading glasses. I can't. I needed something better underneath.
1: Reading glasses only because it's generic, but like I do think she still looked really good regardless.
0: Audience 50% sunglasses, 50% reading glasses. Wow. And finally, Kiki Co. Look by Calvin Aquino Barrios. If you know my Drag Race Philippines recaps, you know that name very well. Sunglasses by Bink, Pearls, and Swine Neptune. I was on board for this until the very fucking end. You can tell she and Isis are friends because the inspiration is similar, as I'm fairly certain Kiki and her collaborated on something like this earlier on ISIS's time on the show. I love the silhouette. I love the fabric. I love the colors. I love the hat. The sunglasses work for the category. They're so fun. They're really the star. When she takes off the sunglasses, the makeup ruined it all for me. I wanted high fashion glam face, not smudge the house down boots. The lips in black with it all over the face ruined it. Also, why is there blue on her face? It is nowhere else in the look. And the black contacts and teeth, I am lost. Literally everything but the face is perfect on this look.
1: Yeah, she should have left the glasses on. I, I, this is hard because I think the silhouette and a lot about it is really cool. I don't particularly care for this fabric, personally. Like, it does, like, this bright yellow, like, palm leaf. It's giving like, brocade And then all the dark black. I'm like, it doesn't really make sense together to me. Like, I think she looked good until she took up the glasses Yeah. I don't know. Like, it's a very confused look to me, overall.
0: Brad says tonight she is Kiki Bo. Brad says that they know now know that they can expect a runway look from her that's flawless. He says the performance aspect didn't have enough fire. He says he knows it's there and it's like he's edging almost. Tracy says (laughs) the look is a feast for her eyes. She says when she was front and center, that was her time to Kiki Co, but it didn't floor them. She wanted her to dig deep. Rev says she would have liked to see a little more and her infused into her lyrics. I will tell you a different face. This is one of the best looks. Sunglasses. Soft sunglasses. Audience 91% sunglasses, 9% reading glasses. Brooklyn reveals that they performed in teams, but they will be judged individually. And ha, girl, group twisty. Amy Anse Chanel, Kikiko, Denna, the girlfriend experience, kitten and Caboodle, Aurora Matrix are the tops and bottoms, leaving Melinda Varagun near enough. Venus and Luna Dubois is safe. Do you agree? And what did you make of it not being judged as teams?
1: I hate when they do that. I yeah. think it's such a cop out. Like, why even bother with the team then? Why even bother? Just have them right. all do a girl group challenge together if you're gonna judge them individually. Cause that is the only thing that makes sense to me in that scenario. If you're having them in teams, they should be judged as teams. Pick the winning team. Like they've done it so many times to save some of their faves. Like, yep. but then whenever it's like this, it's like they pick and choose because they knew that, like, if they picked Melinda's team, they'd probably have to put her and girlfriend experience in the bottom. And for some reason, they're trying to save Melinda. I don't freaking know why. Because maybe she's the talking head of the season. It seems like they're making her that, but like,
0: no. Based on the judges' critiques, Aurora is the winner of the week. She wins cash and cookies. I'll take both. I like cookies. Do you like cookies? Hello. Hell yeah. Amy and Denim are safe and leave the kit and Kiki and girlfriend experience at the bottoms of this group. That makes sense.
1: Yeah.
0: Aurora has the golden beaver and holds the fate of her sisters in her hands. Let's go check in on how that's going to start we will start with the check-in on the safe girls and melinda is a little disappointed that all of her girls are out there but we know that she likely didn't want to be in that lot if she really knew what was happening did she think they were gonna win right she didn't think that right
1: there's no possible okay. way that you okay. could be delusional enough to think you were going gonna unless win she challenge.
0: thought amy was gonna win over her and that's where she was upset mm, maybe which is still delusion. Nera but... says that the judges are right. The Vixens had obvious fuck ups in the choreo, as they and a split at the end is not going to save your group. It's not. It's not. Nope. Hey, listen, if you're 44, you can do that split. Good for you. I can't even walk up the stairs. Melinda says that she has been wanting the connection, and she got it, and that's why she's gutted to know that three of them will definitely be bottoming. To be fair, with this group, all of the girls, there's probably more bottoms. Maybe just like except denim, probably.
1: i think that um venus could be worse.
0: maybe probably melinda is feeling like she let her team down well he kind of did yeah so whose favor will be the beaver in let's find out aurora one she's excited and proud of herself but it's hella awkward to celebrate knowing there are three girls who are none too pleased that their fate is in her hands do you think it's weird that like it's like oh yeah Aurora won. If you won and know that the other girls are about to like possibly go home soon, that would kind of feel weird, right? How do you celebrate that? No, I wouldn't care. (laughs) (laughs) Spicy. Okay, okay, okay.
1: I'd be like, yeah, I won. Sucks for y'all. Do better next
0: time. (laughs) Aurora says that performing is what she does. And if you perform against her, you are going down. Let's find out. Jessica Rose versus Aurora Matrix. The winner is...
1: Uh, probably her <laughs> yeah. you, said it, you said it you said it you said it Probably her
0: <laughs> denim and amy are revealed to also be have been in the top but we don't get to talk about that because we're going to cut to Nira saying that they thought amy was going to be in the bottom i gotta ask you this let's play you, you're familiar with math right mm-hmm. three tops three bottoms you switch amy out who's in the top then of that six did they really know. think that girlfriend was going to be in the top because I, I have, have a no feeling because they did not give us a name I think they wanted their friend girlfriend to be safe
1: of course they don't like they're not they're, they they want to be ironically they want to be friends on the show but it's also like I feel like it clearly wasn't enough for Miss Aurora Matrix to save her
0: what is this newfound rivalry between Amy and Nira? like I really hope that next week Amy calls her out about this um i understand in this moment maybe it was not amy's time to be like what the fuck bitch because you have three girls who are literally there fighting for their lives to be saved um but this is now the second time in a row that amy and nira are not seeing eye to eye and as a viewer it's not computing
1: there's definitely stuff behind the scenes that they're not showing
0: maybe pre-show probably Aurora has a difficult decision and wants to know why she should consider saving them Kiki is annoyed at herself and she is looking to find the fire that's what the judges want she is shook and says Kiki needs to come out of that body she tells Aurora that if she saves her she will put that in her head and her heart kitten says the judges told her she didn't have that much energy and she was in her head she missed the line in her lyrics and here comes Miss Luna saying yeah I clocked it uh, I know why I did she need to say that like is she still bitter kitten didn't save her last week probably kitten says she has more to bring age is just a number blah blah she says the younger queens she doesn't really relate to socially so she tells aurora that if she saves her then she'll have a friend for life in the game or actual life because i feel like kitten meant both but i feel like aurora was like in the game i think in the game and what's crazy is they're both toronto sisters that work at the same venue but never interacted
1: really ever
0: we, that's what they, they said in the first episode that one right. does six and one does eleven and they never met
1: which is yeah.
0: it's, it's insane to me I don't get it whatever girlfriend oh that mascara is flowing she is upset visibly shaken she tells Aurora that she tried her hardest and it wasn't good enough she says it gets to a point where she is standing up there naked half the time and she is literally presenting herself in front of a whole country she says that her drag persona is her persona it's who she is being critiqued and told she's not good enough, it's hard to not take it personally, so she says it is very personal to her. It's so hard to hear that, but yeah. also remember you put yourself in this position. I really think this was a situation where a girlfriend thought she was flowing all the way to the end, yeah, and this is massive bruised ego
1: yeah but i also understand that because like i do think like for me i'm kind of the same way like i don't i don't put on a persona in drag at all it's me you know what i mean like maybe it's a trans thing it could be like where i think like a lot of the trans girls don't really do like a persona Mm. it's like we do this because we want to be we want to perform and we want to be like ourselves i think so i think that's i get it i get what she's saying
0: yeah I, I i yes it's a definitely a personal journey everyone does drag for different reasons everyone does have a character to an extent and, and there are blurred lines yeah. um and again going on a international television show it, you 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 know that critiques are there and and you can't really prepare for it but you have to know it's going to come at some point
1: I think you just have to not take it. I know it's hard, but I think it's like you can't take it personally because it's not a critique of you as a person. It's a critique of like your performance.
0: Venus will come comfort her as she tells Aurora that she wants to still be there and fight and have her moment to shine and show why she deserves to be there. Aurora knows that she has a difficult decision and it's a lot of pressure. She tells us she could save girlfriend who was a close friend of her. And if she keeps landing at the bottom, it's one less person for her to worry about. She could save Kitten, who just came off a win and knows that she can do better. And then they have Kikiko, who she respects and knows she can turn out a look, but fell short this week. Aurora tells us that this is about to be a strategic game moving forward, and she's ready to play it. So let's see how this is going to work. The girls are back on the main stage, and Aurora is holding that beaver like her life depends on it. She will be saving Kiki from the chomping block. And yes, that is the phrase we're going to hear every week, the chomping block. Thank you, Beavers. Do you agree with this decision, and do you think this was the right decision for Aurora?
1: Um, no. I think it was not a smart decision. I would have put Kiki in the bottom, and I would have, to be honest, I probably would have saved Girlfriend. Not even just one because of the friendship outside of it. Two because if she's already not doing well two episodes in, she's probably not going to be doing well for the rest of the show. Right, like. So, you don't, that's not a threat. Like, Kitten won already, and Kikiko is obviously major competition. Like, look at her.
0: Because, again, the challenges that have not come up yet, you've not had a design challenge. And no design challenge, exactly. Both of them can do that. I hear you from a strategic standpoint, and I. But maybe fully... she's
1: thinking she'll help her in the design challenge.
0: Right. And that's why I feel like putting girlfriend as safe, it curries favor with the girls. But I don't think these girls are going to turn on her for this decision. I think it would be way too early for that to happen.
1: Yeah, no, for sure.
0: Um, But you're right. I mean, you have to look at the challenges coming up. We don't know where girlfriend falls when it comes to a design challenge, but we know literally anything performance related. She's not going to do it. Yeah, She, in my opinion, would have fallen in the same category, though the judges don't agree with Melinda, where she's just not going to give it to you on the runway and girlfriend's not going to give it to you in the challenges maybe there are other outside forces explaining maybe no i'll no, no, get rid of her I, I don't know because i i as a producer may have wondered like is girlfriend not giving us the content we need is is she going to screw up the show moving forward i don't know it was well, they a don't ever want decision. another
1: Roxy situation i think i think like, correct correct they don't want that to ever happen again because they didn't they didn't really think that that was
0: going to happen they thought which like, is why this should not Roxy be a regular season twist this should be on an all-star season yeah no agreed um and again if you had kiki and kitten in the bottom i think the show would have been very disappointed with either outcome
1: do people really like kitten like that
0: no i think just from a performance standpoint you already had kitten win a challenge and you have kiki who has been in the top like having the two of them in the bottom this early i don't think they would have been thrilled with knowing what was to come yeah it does mean Kitten and Girlfriend will be lip syncing. The song is Tongue by Rev. And you are familiar with that track. Oh, my God. It's is such it, a bop. Was it on your Spotify Wrapped? No. <laughs> Apple Rewind?
1: No. <laughs> okay.
0: The song is a bop. And I love that our two dominatrices are performing a song about, like, sexy stuff and safe words. And I was like, that's very apropos. Maybe, maybe that's why we did it. The game was officially over when once again girlfriend forgot the lyrics
1: and like didn't do any like she gave up you
0: could see it in her face she gave up like she missed the lyric and said all right i'm done yeah have we ever seen such a promising contestant flop so hard on every element of drag race
1: i i think like in a way it's almost like well no i was gonna say starlet but like that's not even fair because i don't think starlet was ever gonna do well on that show because it's all look. but right yeah i think like it's sad because the girlfriend experience has the personality and i think she has like i i was genuinely shocked that she couldn't improv or couldn't act because especially when she came out doing the southern lady and she was so like i was like oh she's gonna turn it and then, like she made one little flub, and then she was Ooh, and like just gave up. I was like, "Oh, oh no, you're that girl."
0: And it's crazy because I know she has hosting experience. She throws parties. Maybe she doesn't speak on the mic that much, but something what didn't translate. I think Kitten brought a lot of fun, and in almost any other circumstance, though, she probably would have lost the lip sync against yes. anyone. But because so. she was up against someone who was already mentally checked out, she won.
1: It was a really hard lip sync to watch. Like really hard.
0: Kidding safe girlfriends eliminated, do you agree?
1: I mean, unfortunately, yeah.
0: Well, she just wants them to all remember she was the prettiest.
1: Not Which, a lie. like
0: leaving Not on a lie. cunty
1: note. We I, I, if she's listening to this, I stand you. We love you forever. Like I don't give a flying shit about this show. Like that, like you're a star. So yeah.
0: As they said on a previous Girl Group Challenge back when on season two of Canada's Drag Race, by Flop. (laughs) All right, I got some burning questions to wrap this up. Are you ready? I'm ready. What is the girlfriend experience's legacy?
1: I don't know. It's hard because she wasn't there very long. But I do think it's like, I do think that people will remember her regardless. You know what I mean?
0: Representation. That's all yeah. it is. That's the legacy. She was there. She's important and she is visible. And I think regardless of this experience, is now given her a platform that she's going to yeah. be able to use and work with and make it help other people with it to she's got an advantage now. And I think that's really important. I hope she does take this experience and say, I sucked and that's okay. But now here I am and I'm still stronger. Yeah. And I think
1: she will. I think she's a smart girl. So
0: who won the week? Who are the best? Aurora down. Yeah, Aurora. Uh, <laughs> I hope Priyanka is right in the track with you. I can't wait to see it. Dare I say, move over, Lemon. I don't know about that. But... <laughs> Two. I think the
1: three of them together will be like
0: super kind. Come through to enter the matrix. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's time for the sign challenge. Who's gonna take it this week? And it's probably it's it's gonna be Kiki, right?
1: like there's literally no way that it's not going to be
0: unless the fabric that she's got to work with is like poop like how does she not win
1: there's literally no way that she will not win
0: after three episodes the winner of the season is
1: um i think either aurora or venus
0: it's very possible the two of them are up there it's interesting as a viewer the way they're editing Venus and I, we talked I about it earlier that she's saying the words, she can't say they're ma- painting her out to be that way. They are literally coming out of her mouth. Aurora is not giving it as hard yet, but she's so lovable.
1: I like her. I think she is also like, not for nothing. There hasn't been an East Asian winner in like forever. So I, I, I think that Aurora has a really good chance to take this. I do. Yeah.
0: I mean, listen, you, everyone can be like, Oh, I had an Asian winner on the Philippines. Well, that's 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 drag race Philippines. It's a little different. But when you have a regular season show that it has the I mean, let's be real. Let's let's it. It. Let's the, the main
1: ones are the are US, I know. Oh, I know. Canada, UK. We all know it.
0: Like <laughs> I mean, that's not what um dragcom would tell you, but 175 plus queens and i'm not gonna be able to go fuck off everybody unless someone has like a million dollars for me so i can go and i'll give you all the interviews i'll do it but bummed bum 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 it's okay only 175 Uh, only 175 bitch that's the most i've ever had at once no is it oh oh yeah
1: It's well because there's like what like 500 plus now
0: there was almost 175 this year All right, where can we find you on social media when any projects you want to plug?
1: Uh Jessica Rose, NYC everywhere. And um I mean obviously brunch every single week with uh Frida Cox. Um this week we have Eric Jaffe from philly so that'll be exciting and then um i'll actually plug frida's new gig as well frida cox has got a new gig at playhouse every wednesday at nine o'clock her vampy von thickums um Lanier, and then um olympia all are together for the big girls and uh, yeah so go out i will be there tomorrow to support them on their first night and i'm excited to see it so yeah, it'll be a fun show. I think it's a very I think it's shocking to me that it's taken this long to have like an all big girl show like this. But um yeah, it exists now, so come and support it. Make sure it succeeds.
0: Well, this was fun. Until next time, thanks for being here.
1: Thank you, Michael.